How can personal trainers, fitness coaches, independent gym and supplement shop owners get more clients? My name is Tyson and this is the Marketing Fitness Podcast. I'm running a startup called Black Label Supplements and I'm on a mission to find which marketing strategies will help our retailers and brand ambassadors be most successful. If they win, we win. All right, today we are chatting with Becca Chapel. She is the operations manager at a Gold's Gym in Idaho Falls, Idaho. And uh, welcome to the show, Becca, first of all. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, we're happy to have you here. Now, tell me is, um, and you can kind of explain this a little bit, but the Gold's Gym you're working at is a franchise, correct? So you have owners that are local? Yeah, so my the owner who owns um, Gold's Gym in Idaho Falls, he owns a couple other um, Gold's Gym locally as well. So one in Pocatello and Twin Falls. So it's um, just in this region in Idaho. Yeah, southeastern Idaho. So. Perfect. And the reason I'm asking that is because I think sometimes where this podcast, we typically talk to independent gym owners or personal trainers um, or supplement shop owners that are all independent. One of the things that I think people get confused is even though Gold Gym is a brand, it's still owned by uh, an independent owner and you guys run it as an independent business. Exactly. Yeah. So we, we definitely pay like a franchise fee. So we, we claim Gold's Gym and we try to follow as much as the um, same corporate marketing and styles and kind of everything that their goal is. We, we try to align ours with theirs as well, but it is owned locally. So it's, a, I guess, a little bit different, but for the most part, it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, can you talk about, we'll just jump right in, I guess, getting after it. Um, I have a kind of a list of questions that uh, may or may not be in order, but um, since we're on the subject of franchising, have you seen that as a, as a benefit? What are some of the benefits and drawbacks of that? I guess is what I'm trying to say from a marketing standpoint. That's a great question. So one thing that I really like about it is Gold's Gym is like the number one recognized gym globally because they've, they've been around for so long. Um, everyone knows their logo. Everyone, you know, when they see the Gold's Gym logo, they know exactly what it is. And so I think it's a huge advantage to marketing just because it's it's a very solid name already and, and people kind of understand what Gold's Gym is all about. Um they they're most known for for bodybuilding and i think that's the first thing that people think just because of course in our logo we have muscle joe the big muscly guy he's he's a part of um all of our marketing tools that we use and um and everything so i think yeah i think it's a huge advantage to have um the ability to to use gold's gym and to have gold's gym just kind of backed behind that locally owned company as well so as far as drawbacks go to be honest i don't i don't know if i would say that there are any and maybe i'm biased just because i (laughs) i've i work here and i've i've seen the benefits for it but yeah i mean i don't know i as far as drawbacks go maybe the only thing is like the very personal locally owned feel i guess you could say but at the same time i feel like we've done a really good job at making our facility um, kind of adhere to the market that we have here as well. So, okay. And maybe what I, and I don't mean to put words in your mouth, but it seems like what you're saying is a, a potential drawback is just the people from their perspective, they might not see you as a local gym. They might see you as just some corporate national gym that don't, doesn't care about their local market. Is that kind of yeah. what yeah. you might. 
and so I'm ex- I'm excited and um, think that maybe we can through through this and through your local marketing to talk about what you guys do to share that you are actually locally owned and um, uh, care about the community and you're not just some you know corporation that comes in. So let me ask you about what are some of the things that you do um, marketing wise to connect to the community? Yeah. No, that's a great question. Um, I stepped in my position about six months ago, and I we actually had to shut down because of um, for quarantining for. COVID. Oh yeah, that's like bad timing. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it was horrible timing. I was here for like two weeks, and then we shut down for for almost. I think it was like six weeks, about a month and a half. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I'm just starting to dip my hands into things. We it's been a really strange time trying to get the hang of, of everything here. But as far as marketing goes, that's that's been a big focus for me as we've kind of come out of this closure, trying to um, recuperate as a business. I've been, you know, trying to dip my hands into different ways in marketing. And so I think just trying to involve ourselves in the community in the best way that we can. So in a couple of weeks, we're going to be doing a blood drive. Um, we partnered up with American Cross. So we're going to be hosting a blood drive here and I think just trying to get our name out there and to continue to reach out to other local businesses, be involved in community events. Um, that's kind of been a big focus for me coming out of that closure and um, yeah, kind of coming out of, of that phase in business. So. Yeah. That, yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Do you guys do, uh, you mentioned working with, with other local businesses, do you guys do some kind of corporate discount or, if, if somebody works for a certain business, they can get some kind of perk to come into Gold's there? Yeah, we have a few. Um, just like any other business, you don't want to do too many, of course, because then, you know, yeah. not everyone does. Um, but yeah, um, healthcare, we've paid a lot of attention to. So like Ermac and Mountain View employees, um, those who work at the, the local hospitals here, they have a, a discounted rate um, to be members here. And same thing with the INL. That's a big, um, big government company out here that that we also offer discounted rates too. So yeah, I mean, there's a few of those bigger companies that, that we, um, we give discounted rates to, and we try as well with other businesses to, you know, we like to do like gift card giveaways. So I, again, maybe just a little thing we've been trying to do during this trying time for businesses is to purchase gift cards and do, you know, giveaways and, and things for the gym to, to help us, but to also help them as well. I think that's that's awesome, and that definitely shows a community involvement and support. Um, it's and it's hard, right? Um, how do you navigate the discount game? Because I feel like that is something that is so prevalent in our society, uh, as and something we see here at Black Label Supplements. And I've talked to a lot of other people that that kind of have that. I don't know what the right the right word is, but it's just so prevalent. The perception of Oh, I need a discount. I need a discount. Yeah. But for us to stay in business and as a local business, you guys to stay in business, there's only so much you can do. Right. So how do you combat that? Oh, that's a great question. I think my mindset um, has kind of just been establishing a partnership to where it's it's very double sided. So let's say the hospital, for instance, is, you know, we we have a discounted deal with them. And a, and a part of that, I would say is, you know, letting the employees know, hey, you know, you actually get a discounted membership at Gold's. And so if I can look at a discount that has like a partnership to back it, it makes sense to me. But if it's just a discount where, you know, this guy feels like he shouldn't pay for whatever reason and whatever, you know, I <laughs> everyone wants to discount. But 
Um, if I can see it with a partnership perspective and know that in some way, shape or form that it'll also benefit us to help another person just with cost, even just a little bit, that usually helps me decipher when a discount is, I guess, appropriate. Okay. Yeah. And I like that. Um, to, to lead off with that, one of the things that I would like to ask you is, um, sometimes that discount helps people get in the door and then at gold's gym you guys have some kind of value ladder or um, opportunities to upsell your clients correct yeah Mm -hmm. and what does that look like at your specific gym what do you have a specific structure that you try to work your clients through to get them to um, i would assume like one-on-one personal training is kind of the the main revenue driver, or you can tell me if I'm wrong on that. Um, It is a big one. Personal training. There's, there's definitely very large opportunity with personal training. And to be honest, we have a pretty decent rate. And I think it's just helping people understand kind of what you're getting for what you're spending. Um, So yeah, that's a big one, but honestly, just memberships in general. Um, One thing that we try to do um, with our marketing team and um, teaming up with um, the other um, gyms that are close by, we, we try to, um, run a different special every month. And so, um, one of the big things that they've done the last couple of years is it's a every member in September promotion. And that one's the biggest one of the year, just because you can, you can get in for the whole month for $10 and, and then it gives you the opportunity to cancel after that, if you want to like to. And so we try to mix it up a little bit and each month do something that might adhere to, a different audience of, okay, Hey, you know what? This is a great deal. This is a great time to join the gym and here's why. So I don't know if that totally answers your question, Tyson, but yeah, I think month to month, just trying to reach people that maybe we couldn't, but also offering people some sort of special or deal monthly that that might catch their attention. Right. Yeah. And that, that kind of does, um, because obviously in your model and you can tell me if I'm wrong about, or I guess I'll ask you this question. (laughs) what is your main revenue driver? Is it your monthly memberships or is it some of the upsells that you might have, whether it's um, getting people to buy your supplements that you sell or your personal training or small group classes? Yeah, I would say, I would say membership sales and personal training clients for sure. The two of those probably are our our biggest. Okay. And I've spoke with um, a personal trainer at a different Gold's gym. And what they talked about is, um, you know, we obviously as a business and this podcast is related to marketing and the business side of things, but so you got to pay attention to your, your bottom line, but also being able to add value to your client because ultimately the clients who's keeping us in business or your customer base. Yeah. So, um, talk a little about how you guys are able to do that and you do such a good job of it. So that's one thing that I've also kind of been I guess, curious about since I've started here in management at Gold's Gym. So I actually started in the personal training program as well, because I did, I wanted to be heavily involved. I wanted to um, kind of practice what I preach. I mean, it's, it's, there's a little bit of pressure working at a gym. You feel like you've got to be fit. You've got to, um, you know, drink the Kool-Aid that you're expecting everyone else to. And so for me, being involved in it was really important. Um, And so I guess kind of from a client perspective, the way I would answer that question, not so much you know, from a management side, but just experiencing it myself. Um, I think it's just making it very personal um, with our trainers. I think they all try really hard to have a program or have a plan that really does fit the individual. 
and kind of help show them how it does change their life. Um, we, we don't ever hesitate to, to give someone like a free session or say, Hey, you know, just come try out a session with the trainer and see how it will benefit you. Um, and it usually does. It's usually a very great experience because they realize, you know, okay, there, there is a lot of value in this. And so I think the way that you keep those customers happy, we keep them coming for so long is just it, making it personal, establishing a relationship, but also, you know, providing results, helping them see the progress that they've made. And, and that's very, um, it's, it's almost addictive. It's, it's, you want to see the progress and once you have, you just want to keep going. And so I think showing that to people really encourages them to keep going and they understand that it's not necessarily really a choice anymore. They're, they're not choosing to make it happen. They're, they're going to, it's, they've made that decision already. So. I, man, that is awesome. So getting people to, to invest in their own health Mm -hmm. and then they essentially just sell themselves on, Hey, I just need to keep doing this and keep going. And that works well for them as a client. And it works well for you guys as a business. And I also wanted to say how much I appreciate what you said about you wanted to experience it yourself. Um, One of the big success differences in success and not success that I've seen in the fitness industry is people that, that understand the process and what their clients have to go through. Mm -hmm. And so I really appreciate that you went through that process because now you can speak to the client and say, you know, I know what you mean. I know the extra pressure that you might feel to be fit or, or whatever it is, or how sore you are after this workout or whatever. Um, and that helps you connect with them and build that relationship that you were talking about. Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think that's, it's one thing I really want to instill in my employees here as well. I mean, I know there's obviously different departments because we do group fitness. We have personal training. We've even got like the daycare and the front desk associates. And I would hope that each of them can kind of have that mindset too, because it really is about making connections. Um, if we can establish a great connection with someone who's, who's walked in and maybe they're shy, maybe they aren't very confident in the change that they want to make, but they know they have to make the change. If, if we can just help relate and give them that really personal experience, I think it just, I don't know, it, it, it spills over. It really helps people, I think. Yeah, I think so too. I think you're, you're right on with that. Um, what do you guys do um, with, with potential clients or current clients and how do you continue to communicate with them? Do you guys have an email system or is it more um, personal calls? What's the best way that you guys communicate and tell them about maybe upcoming events or offers or classes that you have going on? Social media is huge. Um, We, that's probably the biggest tool that we use. Honestly, we use Instagram and Facebook quite a bit. Um, And we try to couple that with advertisement within the gym. And so like, if there's an event going on, a schedule change, um, something important for them to know, we, we try to post it all over social media, but then have it here in the gym as well. Um, more serious situations, I guess, like even with just like COVID-19, we definitely were able to reach out via email, um, and kind of communicate with maybe the people who didn't come in as often or who didn't have social media. But I think the majority, um, of the people are, you know, we've, we can communicate with them pretty well through both of those platforms. And you do a great job on social media, by the way. Um, I, I really like watching your stories and, um, what you have going on there. It's been really fun. I've kind of absorbed the social media here. Um, 
and it's been great. I've actually really loved it. So I appreciate the compliment. I'm, I'm doing something right, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And I did see that you are starting to put on some, some content for people more like how to's. I think I just saw a pull up one with your trainers. Yeah. Um, you have a specific social strategy you're going after or are you just trying to document a day-to-day life at the gym um a little bit of both I think one of our focuses lately has been doing a social media calendar just so we can be really organized in what we're posting and so people can almost I don't know they can they can see the trends of um of those videos so like you mentioned the uh the workout of the week that we posted um just started doing that And I hope eventually that people will start to check, like they'll know every Monday, Hey, they're posting the workout of the week. I I wonder what it is. It's, it's that. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're trying to plan it out as best we can and keep member engagement there. But I mean, there's also sporadic things. I think yesterday we had a birthday for one of our housekeeping ladies. And so we, we definitely posted that and that was fun and and personal and stuff as well. So yeah, just, I, I think helping people, um, help motivate them, help, help keep them going during the week, but also, you know, keeping them engaged and informed. For sure. I want to ask you more about your social media calendar. Do you have, um, have you done some research and figured out like a a layout for your calendar or are you still trying to figure out that, that layout? sounds like you're doing maybe a weekly workout. Um, Talk a little bit about that because I think that's huge having a calendar really helps people and me, especially I use one because it helps me remember what I'm going to do. And then it also helps you continue to create content around. I'm far from perfect. Like we've got the calendar and I try my best to stick with it. It doesn't always happen, but I think that's what it's there there for. Right. I mean, it's, it's like those reminders. If you you don't get it done, it's not the worst thing in the world, but definitely goals to hit. So We've regionally between the three clubs um, here in southeastern Idaho, we've we've tried to develop a system together. Um, we've tried a couple different things um, doing, you know, like daily reminders that just pop up for each of us or, you know, weekly calendars where we're inputting that information. Um, but we kind of ran into the not necessarily a problem, but we just we just noticed that the clubs are all different. Right. Like the customer base in Twin Falls is going to be a lot different than in Idaho Falls. Um, And same thing for Pocatello. So it's like, how do we come up with a structure and a plan and have some sort of consistency, but also make it personal. And so definitely kind of in the works still, I think we've all kind of got really good things going on individually as, you know, each club, but then we're also trying to help keep each other accountable, keep some consistency um, and sort of, stay on the same track without making it too, too structured, I guess you could say. Right. And I think the cool thing about social media is you can add those, you know, random spur of the moment happening things within your strategy and it just makes it even more fun. Absolutely. Cause that's, I've heard um, one of the, the marketing experts that I, I try to model my stuff after he talks about how, um, social media is like a party at your house. You're not necessarily there to like, as soon as somebody comes in, you're not like, Oh, Hey, how are you? Do you want to buy a membership? It's more of like trying to get to know them, build a relationship, have fun with them. And then down the road, you can invite them to whatever it is you want. And I really like that. And that's stuck with yeah, me for I a like while. That too. I've, I've always thought of social media being able to mirror what really happens in the club. And I, I, I hope that that's how it goes. I, I would hope that our social media is engaging and it's fun and, you know, it's 
um, you see those relationships between members and instructors and everything. So I, I honestly try to mirror it just after how I want it to feel here. If my social media is happy and exciting and engaging and informative, I would hope that it's kind of mirroring what's happening in the club. And if it's not, I mean, we've got some things to fix here or with, you know, social media, vice versa there. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed you mentioned this a little early too, with your birthday, your housekeeper, that you guys feature your customers pretty often. Um, Have you seen a lot of good feedback with that? It's been really fun. Um, Before I got here, I know social media was ran a little bit differently and I I think it was just a different approach. It was a lot of, um, Oh, how do I say this? Not, not in like an insulting way at all. Like their social media was great. They just used a lot of, um, pre-designed things. And so it wasn't, it wasn't really real people. It was never really personal. And so it's, it's been fun to see the huge shift in our social media to where now it's, we're featuring members, we're featuring instructors and staff, um, we're, we're dancing, we're doing videos. It's, it's become very, very personal. So it's been fun to see the level of engagement and just how much it has increased. And I don't know, it's just, it's gotten a really great feel to it. It's fun to see people walking in and saying, Oh, Hey, you know, your social media post was so funny. We died laughing. And it's just, it's been really cool to see that shift. Oh man. And that's, that's really cool to hear. And those that are going to listen to this now or in the future, can take away from that. So if you are posting and you have a, a gym, um, feature your members and there might be somebody once in a while that's like, Hey, I don't want to be on camera or whatever. But for the most part, whether people will admit it or not, they love getting a shout out. So (laughs) I think that's cool. They like it secretly. I'm convinced. (laughs) Oh yeah, for sure. And they might seem embarrassed or say what this and that, but they love it. So, um, you're doing an awesome job there. Uh, now I want to go back to the beginning of this, and you mentioned your the branding of Gold's Gym being bodybuilding esque, but we know that you guys offer a lot of different offerings for different people. So who do you see your ideal customer as being in your specific? So I actually location? read over that question um, or one very similar kind of before uh, doing this podcast with you. Just and I've and I've thought about that quite a bit actually. And I don't think I have a specific answer because we really want to adhere to anyone and everyone. We want the old ladies to feel just as comfortable in this gym as the, um, the bodybuilder who has a competition next week. Like we want, we want it to fit everyone's needs. And I think we've done a really great job of doing that. Um, like you mentioned, Tyson, we do have so much that we offer at the gym. And I feel like our layout is really good too, to where you're not on top of each other. And so the, maybe the, I don't know, the mom who doesn't like to work out next to someone, she doesn't feel like she has to be right next to the bodybuilders or the people whose fitness is, you know, just top notch. It's, they're able to separate themselves enough to where, you know, you can come in and everyone can be on different levels and you can still get out of it what you want. But there's, there's such a wide variety of people who are here. And I love that about the gym. I love that most everyone who can come in here can feel comfortable um, in their own element, doing what they want, but also getting results in the way that, that they like to. Yeah. And so it sounds like, um, you guys, and I'm assuming Gold's gym in general has created the layout of their gym. So it's very comfortable in for everybody is what you're basically saying and that the different offerings, right? So you offer different 
classes for different uh, goals for people that have different goals in their mm-hmm. fitness journey. Yeah, absolutely. And it's cool. I mean, I, every gold's gym is so different. The layouts are different, but just like you were saying, it's, it's the things that we offer. And so we've got a pool, we've got um, our group class studio, we've got the, the free weights and the, the heavy, the, the equipment for the heavy lifters and things. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's the audience that we're trying to reach and just the amenities that we have that basically say, Hey, you know, we've, we've kind of got anything you want to try, whatever you're comfortable with. I bet we have it. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. And so when you say everybody, I mean, you obviously do mean everybody, but within the, the parameters of somebody that wants to go to a gym and work mm-hmm. on their fitness, Same. right? So with that's kind of your target market is people in Idaho Falls area that have uh, an interest in fitness and want to continue to do it and maybe want the social aspect because you guys have created such a fun social yeah, atmosphere. That's been, that's been a great part to see too. I know especially with COVID-19 and the things that we experienced with, with having to shut down, it was so fun for us to see people come back and just say, Oh my gosh, my mental health has been suffering. I've, I've been so ready to come back to the gym because it, it really does. It's, it's been cool to see those people so excited to come back and um, just the difference that it's made in their lives, whether it's, you know, just for that, that release of energy that they get through, exercise and how it helps them with their stress or the social aspect for the mom that has five kids at home and can't ever get away. You know, it's just the different areas that it is able to help has been really cool to see as well. Mm -hmm. And social health is so important, especially as it relates to your physical health. And so I, you guys have created that atmosphere and can help people do that in the same time, do Mm -hmm. it at the same time. Um, I wanted to ask you as well about something you mentioned earlier, and that is working with different gyms. Did you mean you guys work with different gyms in the Idaho Falls area? You coordinate so, stuff yeah, with them? Yeah, I actually thought about that after I said it. I should have explained a little bit better, just like coordinating with the with the Pocatello and Twin Falls gym. So we, yeah, so this oh, is gotcha. the Gold Gym franchises just in this area. Of course, in management, we we collaborate with other management and those in those gyms as well and, and try to come up with different ideas, but it was cool too with COVID as well. I feel like the gyms just kind of banded together. I mean, it's not like it's, it's not incredibly competitive. Of course, you know, we all want the business and there's a competitive level to some degree, but even, even during the closure, we had a meeting with the mayor and we all just in that same boat. I think we all had the same look on our face of when can we reopen? You know, we understand the importance Uh of, of this industry that we're in and we just all, kind of banded together. We were so excited to reopen and kind of the competitive side didn't really matter anymore. We just, we knew that we needed to be back for the the people who needed to be here. So that was kind of cool to, to band together. So yeah, that was a little drawn out answer, but um, not too much collaborating with other gyms during COVID. It was, it was cool to experience that a little bit, but yeah, for the most part, just working together with um, Pocatello and Twin Falls and, and trying regionally as a, as a, a business to, to operate. That makes sense. And I do really like that you mentioned that the other, there is a competitive aspect. Obviously in business, we're competitive. We want to keep open. We want to do better than our competitors. But I think having that friendly competition and being, um, because ultimately the old saying, the rising tide raises all ships, right? So if generally more people are interested in fitness, it's going to help all the gyms in the area. So I would recommend and, and you mentioned the collaboration between 
um, you're lucky because you have that, that connection with the other two gyms. Um, for those that might be an independent gym or independent supplement shop, it's always good to reach out to people locally and get to know them. You don't have to be best friends, but, and you can still compete, but it's, I think that camaraderie can really help just the fitness um, aspect in your yeah, area. I would agree with that. I think, you know, like I said, stepping into this position, I've, I've learned so much, but one thing that I've kind of picked up on is there's a couple um, supplement shops and, and just, you know, word of word of mouth and the, the impressions that I've got, it almost seems like some of these supplement shops or independent gyms um, kind of feel like we are a huge competitor and it's, it's, it's almost like not necessarily a threat, but I try to look at it a little bit different to where we really can work together. Um, and that's one thing that I love that, you know, you guys reached out to me as well. I, I love to, to collaborate and, and kind of, like I said earlier, mentioned that partnership of like, what can I do to help you and what can you do to help me and how can we both reach our goals together benefiting one another and even you know increasing what we thought we couldn't do so i think there's a huge opportunity to collaborate and meet with locally owned businesses to to create that partnership and to just really help each other out well that's really good advice and your experience it sounds like even though it's not a ton of experience i really enjoyed chatting with you because um everybody brings something different to the table i think as we as i learn and as I continue to improve my marketing, you know, I have a deep, long background, but I'm always trying to learn and I can learn something from anybody. So I love chatting with, with you about it. And hopefully other people out there listening can learn something as well. Um, I do have one more yeah. question for you. And that is, um, do you listen to any podcasts related to marketing or business or fitness business that you would recommend um, I have been trying to find some I don't know why I've struggled with podcasts so much my husband could say the same thing we we feel like we always get the worst one so <laughs> um my search <laughs> continues hopefully I find a really good one that that I'm really engaged in and really excited about so if I mean if you know of any I would love to hear them well, I'm, I'm learning as well. So, and hopefully, it, you know, this podcast, the marketing fitness podcast is new, but hopefully it will turn into a podcast that you will enjoy and want to listen to continually. And um, as I continue my search, I'll definitely shout those out for you because I think it's a, it's a cool way to connect with people and to learn something. So um, I do have, I guess this is technically a question, but if anybody out there is in a franchise management position or they have an independent gym and they maybe have a question for something you said today, how could they reach you? Um, any way possible, a phone call, email, I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. So um, happy to share that information if, if anyone would like to get a hold for okay. sure. Cool. And maybe the easiest way is through Gold's Gym, though, like if they had something to just contact Gold's Gym, Idaho Falls, whether it's on Instagram or calling in yeah, and asking absolutely. for you. Yeah, feel free to call anytime. Um, I, I manage the Instagram and Facebook. So if someone has a question, you can definitely reach out that way. And yeah, happy to answer any question that I can. Awesome, Becca. Well, thank you again for joining us on the Marketing Fitness Podcast. It's been yeah, really I fun chatting with you. And good luck as you guys awesome. continue thank to reopen. Thank you so much, Tyson. I appreciate it.
thank you for listening to the Marketing Fitness Podcast presented by Black Label Supplements. If you are a personal trainer, fitness coach, independent gym or supplement shop owner with a successful marketing tip, let us know by commenting on this episode. You could be our next guest.